Hi, this is Cody. Um, I am the owner of Bear Claw Media, and this is Bear Talks. I have today with me White Hearth Coffee Page. I... White Hearth Coffee is great. White Hearth Coffee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's weird to call myself that. But so yes. so can you can you tell us a little bit about yourself, like, yes. real quick? I'm Chelsea. I um, am a nurse. I do photography. I run. And I run White Hearth Coffee on the side. I like drinking coffee a lot, so I just decided that I would make a page dedicated to exploring different coffee shops around the world, and I guess not so much the world as Mexico and the United States. <laughs> well, you just didn't you just leave? You just went somewhere on mm-hmm. like business. Work? It was actually a road trip. My husband oh. and our friend took across the country. We went to Colorado and then Wisconsin and then up to Montana. We kept stopping at coffee shops and I just thought it would be really cool if everyone else knew about these coffee shops Yeah, because they're really neat. And so I started taking pictures at Azul Coffee Bar up in Montana, Glacier National Park. It's a little coffee shop that was really neat and Mm -hmm. it just motivated me to start White Hearth Coffee. And you've been growing your account for... It's been almost a year. It'll oh, be man. a year May 16th. So, so I think it's May 16th around then. Man, 1,700. You have 1,700 followers at right now. Yes. And that is just crazy to me that you've been doing it for a year. Well, thank you. How, how do you grow so fast? <laughs> um, I spend a lot of time engaging with my clientele and friends, I guess you could yeah. say. I feel like... I view Instagram almost as a way to connect to other people, which is not something I would ever thought I would say, Mm -hmm. but it's just really cool to see what Kansas City has to offer, what other areas have to offer. And so I spend a lot of my time engaging the people who are following me and people that I'm following Mm -hmm. and interacting with them. That's how how I do most of my growing. How do you engage so much? Like, seriously, (laughs) you are such a good, you're so good at engaging. Well, thank you. You did such a good job. How do you engage so much? You know, I find it very relaxing. I find it to be more of talking to friends, catching up with friends, finding Mm -hmm. out what they're doing this weekend, where they went last weekend, what we're the events that happened in Kansas City and just interacting with them and connecting on another level. So, and also I like to learn about everything that is available to us and see the photography that's available. So it's more of a, um, a pastime for me. It doesn't feel like I'm working. It feels like I'm saying hi to my friends. Yeah. Well, I just know like for a ton of people, specifically like my clients, they feel like it's a grind. Like Mm -hmm. just, oh my gosh, I can't tell you. (laughs) They're a little bit older, so, but they just feel like it's a constant grind of just trying to get people to engage with them or finding ways to engage or just posting in general. Right. It's just rough. And so, yeah, it's just, how do you do it? How do you keep it up? (laughs) I think almost viewing it like it's not work and that it's just, you're sharing a piece of your life with other followers and influences influencers on social media mm-hmm. and it's just it's easy when it's not oh I have to get this done today or mm-hmm. I have to post this many times this week it's like oh cool I just tried out this really great coffee shop and I want to tell everyone about it yeah. or I took this amazing picture and I just want to share it so instead of viewing it like work or putting a routine to it I like to just kind of 
see it as something that's fun. But mm. I don't know how you would change your perspective on that if you don't already see it that way. Yeah. I mean, it it's not just be normal. Interact with other followers and people that you're following like you would if you met them on the street. Just talk to them. So like, what's your preferred like? Do you follow any business pages? I do. Yeah. What do you what do you like, dislike? What do you You know, I like when business pages engage with me as well. I very much am turned off by this sounds really weird, but like if I post a picture or if I do a lot of work and the mm-hmm. creative backside for um, marketing for a business and um, I don't really hear much about it. It almost makes me like feel like, well, maybe they don't need that publicity. Maybe they don't want that publicity. Mm-hmm. That's not what they're looking for. So I kind of back off a little bit. So businesses that engage mm-hmm. are, you'd rather engage with businesses that engage with you. Exactly. Okay. Because I, I see a lot of businesses that are willing to, they're willing to post like, 20 times a week, Mm -hmm. but then they respond to zero comments. Right. And I think that it's very important to, I know that when you get so big and your following is so large, you can't respond to everyone. And I get that. I think I'll probably, hopefully get to that point someday, but just trying to engage with as many people as you can from different walks of life. So engage with someone who isn't a social media influencer and then engage with someone who. Um, is and you know just not just engaging with like the really really big influencers like mm-hmm. that have 10,000 plus followers yeah. I think it's really important to just engage with everyone that's following you yeah um, so you do do you do any you've I know on your Instagram you say you do collabs do you do collabs normally like on a regular basis or um it's come and go so I'm starting to get more collaborations recently probably mm-hmm. when I hit about a thousand followers I started to receive more messages from people about collaborating mm-hmm. Right now, my collaborations look a lot like trying out this product and um, basically tell us what you think, which I love. I don't ever, I don't think I would ever collaborate with someone if they were like, you have to do it this way. You have to post about it and you have to, um, you have to post a picture from this angle or, you know, it, Mm -hmm. it takes away the creativity and it takes away my freedom of expressing myself with my followers to feel like I have constraints around it. So right now it's more so come and try these things and post about it. Please. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not no pressure. It's just doing what I would do anyways. But So you're so basically like the pressure actually deters you from right. working with other people. Exactly. With companies, right. Because I never want it to seem like I'm only posting something because I'm getting something in return. I would never, I would have a really hard time if I didn't like coffee mm-hmm. and they had paid me money um, posting about it and just being like, this coffee was so good. Like, I just, that's not my personality. I would never want to lose that authenticity that I feel like White Hearth Coffee has because I'm posting what I actually think. What you actually want to What I want to share. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so how do you feel about the word influencers i feel like it gets thrown around a ton yeah and i feel like it has a pretty bad rap with older generations right just because it's like it's just something that millennials are doing it's like (laughs) i love it (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's how i feel like the majority of the time i hear well influencer marketing is just something that younger or or you know women's clothing lines (laughs) yeah 
they're the only ones that do it or makeup lines. They're the only ones that do it and it's not worth <laughs> it. But it's like, it's crazy to think that it's a $4.5 billion right. industry. Yeah. Like, influencer marketing is mm -hmm. so how do you feel about the word influencer and where do you see that going in the future i think it's our next form of marketing and advertising for every company and if mm -hmm. they're not already dipping into it then they're making a mistake yeah um i don't really view the word negatively at all i think it's an opportunity to see what the world has to offer what kansas city has to offer mm -hmm. and if you're participating and you're sharing information and sharing um, photos or insight into a specific part of the country or the city, I think that that would be what I consider to be influencing. You're just you're showing what your own opinion is and others can go along with it or they can decide that they don't. But then you have people like like the Logan Pauls or the uh, PewDiePies of mm -hmm. the world that kind of just they ruin it for everybody. Like, right. Is that going to ruin influencer marketing for the people that actually want to do it? Like both sides, like the business and the people who right. actually want to grow their following and and show products that they actually like to use. Yeah, I would hope not. I think it's all about perspective. Like I can view you pick who you follow and you can choose to block people who are following you. So it's it's still a chance to have free will over what you're being exposed to, which I think makes a huge difference because before we were watching TV, we had commercials come up and mm -hmm. we don't get to choose what our commercials are, but now we get to choose what we follow, what we're interested in and honestly be influenced by whatever we decide we want to be influenced by to some extent. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to follow something anymore, you just unfollow them. So I think that's why I don't see it going away because mm -hmm. I may be an idealist, but I like to think that we all are allowing ourselves to be exposed to what we want to be exposed to instead of just not even paying attention. And that's what, I, that's what I like, too. Yeah. I like that you get to control who's influencing you, I guess, right. is really Exa the word. I, I mean, that's what I was thinking hard, when like... I was like, do I say it that way? But yeah. that's exactly what it is. You're You're controlling what you're influenced by, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And like... So I think being on brand mm -hmm. is really important for most businesses because right. I've seen a lot of businesses buy influencers that are just big. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if you've seen any of that. Yeah, but like, I have. How do you feel about just, how do you feel about the individual on the one side? Like right. they're willing to work with anybody. And then how do you feel about the companies that are willing to just work with anybody, even if it's outside of brand? It's a little disappointing to me, I think. Um I personally, it's, I, it's hard to say for sure, you know, but I think that when big brands buy into an influencer specifically because they have a lot of following, that they're losing the point that they may not be getting followers that are within what they want. So you may have a lot of people that like to eat bread but you don't have anyone who likes to eat your product. So congratulations, but now you have no one who's interested in what you're trying to sell, which is ultimately what they're trying to make these partnerships so that they can sell a product. And I think that they make the mistake of seeing the number and maybe not even looking into the engagement that that particular influencer may have. And they partner with that person and nothing bad about 
that person or the brand, but I, I think it might be wasted collaborations. Yeah. Wasted dollars because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're paying them. Like, right, right. Um, how would you prefer people engaged with you to maybe do a collaboration? Do like what is what's your step by step? This is exactly how I'd like to be talked to on. I, I don't know. Do they would they email you? Would they DM you? Would they? I'm like, totally find you on fine Facebook? with either. I yeah. would prefer not on Facebook. <laughs> I kind of like to leave my personal life a little. Well, I say that with a grain of salt. <laughs> a little bit separate from social media. Maybe just the Facebook part. But um, DMs are great. I love when I get emails. I check it every day. So just kind of, a, you know, sometimes I get personalized invitations. And I love when someone specifically reaches out to me and they tell me why they're interested in working with me. So just a generic invite is, you know, it's still flattering that they want to work with me, but I'm like, did you just send this to a a bunch of people on your email chain and I happen to be in it? Or why did you choose to work with my brand? How would a, how would a marketing agency approach you? Let's say they have like multiple clients that they could mm-hmm. put, push towards you because, uh, a lot of there's a lot of agencies that are growing up now that right. are just exclusively focusing on influencer marketing. Right. And um, do you feel how would you feel about them asking for multiple posts from multiple different clients that they currently have? Or are, do you think that's like you should really be specific or I just like working with you. So I'd keep doing it. Like, how would you navigate those channels? I would have to know upfront probably very specifically which brands they wanted me to work with and what exactly they wanted. Um, A lot of the brands that I've worked with so far have been very general, which I appreciate because the whole point of my page is that it, it reflects my creativity as well as whatever coffee I'm trying or place I'm visiting. And So if I was working with a big marketing company, I would want them to recognize that I already have a style that I like and that it's not probably going to change very much because of the marketing company. So I think that it would be important that they would recognize the value in whatever I as an influencer am already bringing to the table and then allow me to decide each particular brand that they wanted me to work with and if that lines up with what I am wanting to represent. Mm-hmm. So I would want to pick each brand personally. Yeah. Do you have any advice on grid? Your grid right now is like so consistent. It's, <laughs> be- it's perfect. Like <laughs> colors, you. style, it's, it's all like it fits together well, really well. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I just go with like green photos. Like that's the majority <laughs> yeah. of my. That's like, yeah, yeah. So, how do you keep your grid clean? You know, it took me a long time. If you scroll back, you'll see that it has not always looked this way. But I think once I developed more of a color scheme and more of what I want to represent White Hearth Coffee, that my expectations for myself really changed. Hmm. So, you know, I'm always going to post photos that I've shot on my Canon. You know, I might have like one every now and then that is from my iPhone, but I really try to stick to just having my camera photos on there because I think they have a different quality that I like to have on my page. The color scheme, I actually 
pull my photos into Lightroom and pull out specific colors. If a, if a color, if it's warm, I try to make it a cooler photo because I think mm-hmm. that my, my whole vibe is a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. So I'm very specific with the art side of it. I want it to look a particular way. So I might not post a photo, even if it's a good photo, if I don't feel like it's the same as the brand that I'm trying to portray, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. But also I think it's the art side of influencing that, you know, you're trying to make a beautiful picture. Trying to, trying to keep consistent. Right, like, right. Um, what's his name? Brandon Waffle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Um, he does, his grid is like perfect. Like really? It is, it, but he also has like, he has 14,000 or a million followers. He's oh like huge, right? Huge. But his grid is like very, very consistent. And I see, I see your feed started to move towards that way. Uh-huh. It's very like consistent blues and whites. So uh-huh. I see a lot of blue and white. Yes. Um, you're even more well, blue and white today. Well, thank you for noticing that. <laughs> <laughs> that was not on purpose, but I would like really? to say it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so being on brand is super important mm-hmm. with influencing, with growing following, mm-hmm. Why? Why do you feel that way? There's a reason that someone chooses to follow an influencer. Like I follow certain accounts because I like the way that their photos look. I like the what they're posting. I like the content that they're sharing. So if they go off brand, then I might not want to keep following them. <laughs> I hate to say that because, you know, there have been times where I've been traveling and wanted to post a picture on my grid of this beautiful scenery but I'm like this is so not my brand I can't I can't change it that drastically Mm -hmm. and so that's why it's important is because you've developed a following based off of what you've presented so you have to maintain that when you're posting in the future how do you pick a style though like I feel like that's tough for a lot of business owners Mm -hmm. is to just jump into it because they want to post a lot about this is what my business is doing. Buy my stuff, please. I know. I know. I've noticed uh, there are a few business pages that I followed in the past that have had not not very specific brands or styles. Yeah. Um, And I think you what I did was really just look at. The, all the content that I had. So I developed a bunch of content. I had lots of photos, a bunch of coffee shops I had been to at the very beginning. And then I looked at what was the most aesthetically pleasing for me. And then I kind of went with that. So I, okay. the picture that I have for um, my profile, you'll see, has the blues and the greens. And I realized there were a lot of greens already in my photos and that my eye was just naturally drawn to that. So then I tried to pull out the blue tones even more. So I think if you look at what content you have and what looks the best, you can move forward from there with creating your whole brand image. Do you use presets? Um, in Lightroom? Yeah. I do, but I've created oh, the ones create that I've presets. used. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you, would you ever want to sell those? Like, I see that a lot. Yeah. A lot of photographers sell their presets. Yeah. Is that something that you're... Like, are you looking to maybe grow out beyond just where you're at and maybe mm-hmm. venture into digital products? Um, or do you want to stick towards more the direction of, like, I want to be an influencer. That's where I really want to go. I want to go this direction. Like, I could see myself moving out a little bit mm-hmm. with um, doing my own sort of photography for other brands. Like, I would totally be down for that. And even sharing my presets, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll... Just I'll have them, s- just have them yeah. whatever. Um, 
I don't feel like they're like I don't really like cha- modify my photos a whole lot most mm. of the time. Sometimes I do, but yeah, I'd be happy to sell those. But it's not something that I really find to be exciting. So it wouldn't be it wouldn't come naturally or easily like. So you're trying influencing to influencing like, does. Like that's exactly what you want to do. You want to just mm-hmm. keep going where you're going. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, it's not a bad direction. You're obviously doing something right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, we've been trying to grow our coffee account, and you're you've passed us up by quite a bit. I don't know if you knew that. Like, we've had <laughs> I it. I love your coffee account. We've had our coffee account for over a year, and we're only we're only now getting close to six hundred. And so I don't know. I know it's like vanity metrics or whatever, no, but no, it's like no, yeah. this is part of it. Like, we want to grow our account for like, sure. I don't know. It's just it kind of feels weird half the time that you're striving to be an influencer right and then our goal is like we want to get to a thousand like (laughs) yeah you just want to get past a thousand it's the worst it's the worst it never stops i just ever drew can my husband can tell you the same thing i mean i'll get to a certain point then i'm like okay well i'm almost to 1600 followers so like if i just like for the rest of the night if i just go through and like kind of see what everyone's up to and you know just engage mm-hmm. for the rest of the night i'm sure tomorrow i'm sure i'll be at 1600 and it's ridiculous like i wish i could get my mind to turn off but like it is a numbers game and you're just constantly trying to grow are you looking to possibly move out towards other social media channels like would you be are you interested in growing outside of Instagram or Instagram's like your main thing? This is where I want to stick to. You know, I'm in the process of developing a website. Um, I say I'm in the process. My husband's in the process of developing my website. I don't have um, website development skills. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, like that's not one of my things. Um, but I would like to start blogging because I would like to be able to share other parts of my life with my followers and people that I'm following as well. And things that I feel like are a little bit off brand will probably go towards this website. So I am growing in some aspects and that's to come, but not completely finished did yet. You, did you name it? It's my, it's just White Hearth Coffee. Oh, really? Yeah. Might oh. as well. White Hearth, White Hearth Industries is a family brand. We used to have my my husband had a carpentry business, and I have a photography business that I'm kind of doing a little bit, but not really. And so, White Hearth Coffee just it fits. Why not use it for everything? (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's that's what we've been doing. We're like, I do a lot of like bear claw stuff, and like that's the name. And honestly, the name is. It's such a it's such a weird place that it came from. My grandfather called me Grizzly Ruloff. Really? And that was like that was where the bear I love side it. came from. <laughs> and then Ariel got me a bear claw necklace and that's my logo. That's awesome. And so that's where bear claw came well, from. Well it's catchy. It's yeah. easy to remember too. Hopefully. I think it is. Yeah. I don't remember much, so <laughs> <laughs> I remembered your name though. Um, Media. So do you have any editing tips? You know, I like my biggest tip on editing is to do most of your work in your camera if you can. Um, shooting in manual really makes a huge change to what the quality of your image is and 
raw format obviously makes a huge difference as well. But then when it comes to editing, what I like to do is not spend very much time on it. Um, But I do like to... I like to look at what the general color scheme of a photo is and pull out the colors that I think are most vivid. So I might I might even pull the contrast down a little bit in some of my photos. And the thing is, is that with editing, it's going to be different for each picture and it's going to be different for each brand. So I can tell you how I edit and what mm-hmm. works well for me. But it might not work well for every other person. I would say new social media influencers might just start with Lightroom, just playing around with the contrast, the clarity, the um, the colors, and pulling out which colors kind of make the picture complete. That's a hard way of describing it. But, but you know when you see a blue photo and you're kind of like, it's got this calming nature to it. Mm-hmm. And then there are other images that you feel like need to be warm. I mean, it's yeah. just the way that each picture is. So with editing, I think just start lightly. I think a lot of influencers overdo the editing mm-hmm. a little bit. And like, um, just from my perspective, I mean, that's their style and that's totally fine. But to increase the contrast and the saturation to the point of max is almost like picking one of the Instagram filters that you're like, why did they put that on Instagram? Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm very turned off by like the oversaturation, the overdoing it, the over, over the top editing. So I guess I would say edit a little bit. Edit just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Over, don't over edit. Yeah. Genius. I mean, it's ridiculous, but yeah. that's how I always like pictures that are less edited. What do you shoot on? I shoot with Canon 7D. 7D. Mm-hmm. What lens? Um, I use my 50 millimeter sometimes. I have an 18 to 55 millimeter lens, and it's only an f-stop, like, 2. Oh, like, yeah. 2.8. My memory's the worst. But is it the newer? Is it... A newer one is the one that comes with it. It's a newer one. Oh, okay. Newer one. But, um, so it works really well for me. Hmm. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just know a lot of people that use their phone. Like, why would you choose, why would you choose a camera over like the phone camera? You know, um, the quality, once you start shooting with a camera, you see the difference in mm. the phone pictures and your camera. I will say that I have um, some of the influencers that I follow that only shoot with their phone. And I was like, what What camera do you have? And they're like, oh, my phone. And I was like, whoa. So it can be done, especially yeah. with that portrait mode on iPhone. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they look really good. But um, I, it's it's a different perspective too because I think some people get into influencing because they like clothes or fashion or you know food whereas I I love coffee but I also like different perspectives of the world in general Mm -hmm. so I like the art side of it a little bit more so that's probably why I lean towards using my camera most of the time. So what would you say to a teenager who's trying to grow Mm -hmm. their Instagram because they want to feel good. That's I not... know it's tough. Yeah, that I know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you don't want to answer, it's fine. No, no, I I would be happy to answer. I 
I don't think that I would recommend utilizing social media as a way to gain any um, good feelings about self. It's very conditional. It's very, one day I might gain like 50 followers and the next day I might lose 30. I mean, it's just the way it is. And the thing that I have to do is recognize who I am as a person aside from my page and be very comfortable with that person because not everyone's going to like it. And so anyone out there who is getting into influencing and finding that they're relying on their numbers or their likes or um, anything like that to gain self-confidence, I feel like that's very, that's a very dangerous place to be because I feel like you should go into it already knowing who you are so that you're not influenced to the point of, you know, not knowing anymore or relying so heavily on what other people think of what you create because whether or not I have the amount of followers that I have, I'm, I like the pictures I post. So it's, I mean, I don't need other people to like them because I like them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, how do you deal with people who are negative in your comment section or in your messages or have you even run into that yet? No. Really? No. That's good. I'm pretty, I, I, I really haven't dealt with anyone being negative, um, at all. And my husband and I were just talking about that on the way here about other influencers who have constantly have to deal with that. And I can't imagine dealing with that. I'd probably just immediately block the person. <laughs> just be like, just cause I don't really want that. Yeah. I just don't really want that in my life, so. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had to block anybody? Um. Yeah. Yeah, just a couple people. Just, you know. Were they creepy guys? <laughs> actually, a couple times. But only, like, for the most part, I end up blocking people if they're, like, over the top bothering me nonstop. And I've already said my no. So, like, if I've said no, I mean it. I don't really just kind of throw it around loosely. I try to do as much as I can to help people. But when I tell you no, I really actually mean it. So if I continue to get messages after messages after messages from people and, you know, I've had a few people that just send me videos all the time and I don't respond to them or I'll say no and they keep sending them. And that's usually when I block people. (laughs) Where do you want to see White Hearth go? You know, Eventually, I'd like to continue to grow my page and to grow my feed. And um, it's hard to say exactly. I definitely would like more followers. I think everyone could say that. But I would like to start expanding to use my website more and to be able to open up about things that I find to be more easy to write about, like to share about... um, other parts of my life or things that other people might be interested in. So I think I want it to grow to be more of influencing not only with coffee, but with positivity and encouragement. And honestly, that's right now it's so general, but I don't, I don't like to put specific goals on something that I just find to be so enjoyable because I don't ever want it to be like, oh, well, it's been a year and I don't have 5,000 followers. I'm done, you know, so I'm more general. Okay. Last question. Okay. We're at 30 minutes. Okay. 
where do you see you going in the future outside of Instagram? I could see myself growing a little bit in the writing realm. I don't really share a lot about my writing style or, um, you know, things that have happened to make me the person that I am. But I definitely see White Hearth being a venue through which I, you know, I start a website, I start a blog, I start sharing more heartfelt things. And moving on from there, I think that the whole point of social media and the reason I like it so much is just the connections that you can make with other people and the connections that I've already made with so many of my followers and people that I'm following. So in the future, I'd just like to take that to another place where it's a place where people can feel seen and that they can share parts of their lives and go from there. I actually have one more last question. Okay, let's hear it. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Where would you... What would you tell someone who's starting a business that is starting an Instagram? Where do you think they should start? Hmm. That's a tough question. Yes. I think it's important to start with why are you starting this business? Who are you? And connect with the people who you're going to be following and you want to follow you. So you have to get down to the basics of why are you doing this? And then once you present an image of you or your business and why it is the way that it is, go from there. So I like to connect with people. Other people like to connect with people. So the why behind what it is that you're doing, I think, is the most important part. And then from there, you can develop content. That was <laughs> thank you so much for going out. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for uh, for doing this podcast. Yeah, with me. thank you. How can people reach you? How can they view your content? Um, I, you can follow me on White Hearth Coffee. Yeah. Send me messages if you want to talk more. I'd be happy to talk with you or emails. Whitehearthcoffee at gmail.com is my email and eventually my website. But I'm sure I'll make an announcement when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, thank you for getting to the end of this podcast. If you have any questions on marketing, feel free to leave it in the comments below. If there's not a comment section, I don't know where you're listening to this. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks. Bye.